Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. My name is Gunnar and I'm joined this week again by Tom. Hello Tom, how's it going? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, yep, doing all right. Just the two of us again. Peter's still on his holiday. Uh, I think if I'm correct, he, he's going to be back next week then for, for the next episode, yeah? Yeah, that's right. He's back from the caravan. Nice, nice. Um, I think we'll get straight into it uh, with our round of 16 points. I'm going to go first. I'm pretty sure I'm the lowest uh, out of the three of us. So I had Benzema up top with 10 points. That is uh, the, the biggest share from any player that I had in, in this week. Then Vinaldum on two points, Sarabia with seven, Berardi three points. I, I captain Havertz in the end. He's got me four points. Uh, one point from Swedish Kulusevski. And in defense, Hodi Alba, zero points. Spinazzola, five. Gozins, nothing. Kimpembe, one point. And Neuer got me one point as well. So that's 34 points overall. Um, and myself, I got 42 points total. Up front, I had Ronaldo for two points. Depay, two points. And I took a chance on... Uh, Spain's Moreno for zero points. Midfield, uh, Wijnaldum got me two points. Captain Forsberg got me 14 points. Insigne got me three points. And uh, in defence, Spinazzola, five points. Laporte, one. Gosens, zero. Uh, Mele got me 12 points. And Robin Olsen in goals got me one point. And then we have Peter. He's out of the three of us. Uh, he's our game week winner. He's got 65 points overall in match day four. Benzema with 10. He captained Kasper Dolberg, 22 points. Forsberg got him seven. Pogba, eight. Berardi, three. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Uh, Danish midfielder got him six points. Spinazzola with five. Laporte, one point. Gozens, nothing. Kimpembe, a point as well. And Unai Simon in goal, two points. Disaster of a game week, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not just points wise, but like my, my team is not set up for for the next rounds, basically. No, same here. Uh, but, um, shock departures. Yeah, same for Peter as well. Peter, he, he's got six players left in the tournament, so he had a good score there in the in the last week, but only left with six players now. So I think he he's going to be looking at. Taking well, at least a hit or two, I think, is what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have my limitless, so I've just just because I have it, I've already activated it because I didn't like looking at my team anymore. Uh, 
Um, do, you, do you want to go through the games first, or shall we shall we already go into our, our teams for the next week then? Um, we can talk through the upcoming ties. We'll go from there. Right. So maybe we'll go the results of the, the round uh, 16. I'll just read them out. So we had Wales against Denmark. Denmark win this 4-0. Italy 2, Austria 1. Netherlands 0, Czech Republic 2. Belgium 1-0 against Portugal. Croatia against Spain, 5-3 for Spain. Uh, France is going home against Switzerland after penalties. England is through against Germany, 2-0. And Sweden gone home against the Ukraine, Ukraine winning 2-1. So that then means the quarterfinal pairings are Switzerland against Spain, Belgium against Italy, Czech Republic against Denmark, and the Ukraine against England. So let's start at the top here. Uh, Friday, first game, Switzerland against Spain. Who are you targeting? Um, it's difficult because Spain obviously had that um, game with Croatia where it was 5-3, so there was plenty of goals, but I kind of felt the goals were spread out and a lot of goals came from players that were, were substitutes rather than starters, so that makes it quite difficult to pick out a player. Um, Murata, despite not being as prolific as what we maybe have anticipated, he's actually top amongst the Spanish squad for shots on target and his two goals, but You've got the likes of Ferran Torres and Sarabia. They both have two goals and one assist, and uh, both of them have only started twice. So, are they going to muscle their way into the start in eleven? Have they kind of proved themselves? That's the kind of questions we need to be to be asking ourselves. Well, I would say I would say, given it's the first game of the match day, we'll probably get the lineup for this game then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, we, I think we probably will. Um, so at least with your Spanish and Swiss players, um, I suppose you, you see the lineup. And then uh, in regards to players like Sarabia and Torres was someone I wanted to pick out as well. Uh, because I have my limit list still, as I said. And I think so. Torres made his way into there for, for a little bit. But but it's like you say, you, you don't know who's going to start. And uh, I don't know how much sense it makes to be like, talking this through when we do actually like get the lineup. But maybe... Who do you think is going to go through? Can like the, the Swiss mentality see them through against Spain or have Spain now found their the scoring boots and are they going to have a, too much quality against the Swiss? I don't know. I think, I think Spain, I feel like they maybe should have scored more goals than what they actually have, despite them obviously winning 5-3 last game, but in some instances they've been some quite low-scoring games. Whereas Switzerland, they just seem kind of more organised and more solid. Um, I mean, they knocked France out, so they're not they're not. Mm-hmm. Dead, so, I quite like this. I quite like the Swiss. There's um, a few players I maybe consider. Uh, Seferov, Seferovic, he has three goals so far, and amongst the Swiss squad, he's top for shots on target. Shakiri, obviously, we're familiar with him playing for Liverpool. He's had two goals and one assist. He kind of sits behind the front two, providing the chances and he's, he's quite good at getting forward as well and a defender I actually quite like is uh, Steven Zuber uh, he's quite high for shots on target as well despite being a defender and he has four assists so far in the competition so I quite like him so I, if I kind of had to if I had to choose I'd probably say I think Switzerland are going to go through 
Okay. Maybe given given what happened to us now in, in this last round, would you would you still do the same in trying to predict who's gonna go through and like double or triple up on 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 this team? Or would you try and have more like an like an insurance so you go for a Swiss player? Uh, and then have two Spain players instead of having a, a Spanish triple up if you think they're going going through. Um, given the last round, I'm probably wary of triple ups now. I don't think I'd probably go any further than a double up. In this particular tie, I think it's quite hard to differentiate. And obviously, there's you, you can never account for for shocks, but it's quite hard. I don't know if I'd load up on both teams. Though in saying that, we in the next round we then get five transfers, so it's a you can almost change half your entire starting eleven, um, and perhaps the players that don't have a tie anymore can be put on the bench. But then you really have to be reliant on the players that you have chosen starting mm. and getting points. You can't really flick between your your bench and your starting eleven if if things aren't going as planned. If you've got a lot of knocked out players, yeah. Filling your bench. So in this particular tie, I probably I probably wouldn't go too heavy on either squad. Next game on that match uh, on on our on our first part of the match day tomorrow, that is Belgium against Italy. I find that one again tough to call. Belgium just winning one nil against Portugal and Italy having a bit of a hard time against Austria as well, uh, needing extra time. Mm. What do you make of this fixture? Yeah, I mean, if you try to go on sort of the recent performances, it was Chiesa and Pessina that scored the two goals. So I think uh, not the kind of not the kind of big names that we're we're used to. We're obviously looking at Immobile and Signe, and I think a lot of people are, have got Spinazzola as well. Obviously, he's a defender. He's quite attacking, and Italy have been fairly solid at the back. Um, there's only three players that have started all four ties, and that's Donnarumma, the goalkeeper. So if we are, you know, saying let's go for a should starters, and, and um, we obviously know Italy are quite solid at the back as well. Donnarumma is a good choice. Uh, Jorginho, mm-hmm. him at Chelsea, though he's probably not going to provide a lot of points. Um, and Bonucci, the defender, and as we mentioned, Italy have been fairly solid at the back. Spinazzola, obviously, more attacking than Benucci. He's had two assists. Benucci's not had anything. And he has had three starts. So I think, was, it, was he resting one of the, the group games? I'm not too oh. sure. But uh, I'd say he's probably fairly solid, uh, a fairly solid starter in this, in this case. Um, Immobile and Insignia, probably the other two I'd go for. Stats-wise, they're fairly similar for shots on target. But I think Immobile just kind of, is just slightly ahead, so I'm probably looking at Immobile or Isigny, uh, Spinazzola, and if you're stuck for a goalkeeper, I think Donnarumma is maybe a decent shot. So are you saying Italy are going to beat Belgium? I think so. I'm just not seeing. I'm just not seeing the organisation there with Belgium. They've, they've managed to get through, but I just, I just, I just feel Italy have. They've got too much momentum. They're looking good. Belgium, there's been a lot of upheaval. They've had lots of, like, obviously, the two main, one of the couple of two main players, like Hazard and uh, Kevin De Bruyne, 
have been un, unfit. There's other players that are kind of stepping up. Obviously, got Thog and Hazard. He's been looking good. But I just think Italy have got too much about them to for, for this tie. So if I had to hedge my bets, then I'd probably say Italy. Plus, Spinazzola is only 4.6 million, so he's pretty cheap. So he's not taking up a lot of your budget um, if you were wanting to maybe just stick him on the bench. If he, if Italy, in this instance, did go out, that's my kind of thoughts hmm. on the matter. I, th- I think if I'm uh, right in saying it's De Bruyne, I think he's still doubtful for the game with, with his injury. There's an injury doubt in the, yeah. in the app. I was looking at that. And I think if you if you think about it with like ownership, I think you're gonna have a, a, a lot of players, um, like a lot of managers playing this game. They'll be having three or four Italy players in their team. So mm-hmm. I I personally think you you wouldn't want to go with like less than two at least, preferably three Italy players. And even even with the limitless, I currently don't have any Belgian players in my team. I'm thinking about Lukaku just because I get all this all this budget. Um, but he, he might lack a bit of service, is, is what I'm thinking uh, from midfield. And He's only had four shots on target the entire competition, which isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things. Um, and if you want to go for a cheaper option, uh, Thorgan Hazard, he's second highest with shots on target with, with three, so there's not a lot in it. I think he's, he's he scored a couple of goals as well. Um, and out of the four ties, Belgium have had three clean sheets, so you might want to go for Mooney as well. He obviously gets up forward too. He's almost a, a midfielder. So um, those are probably the two options for me if you don't want to shell out that money for Lukaku. Nice. Some, some good stats. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> moving on to the Saturday. The next two games, we have uh, Czech Republic against Denmark and Ukraine against England. So let, let's go with the Denmark-Czech Republic game first. Um, I have... I need to go back into my team here. Well, I'm definitely going for Mele, uh, the Danish mm-hmm. defender, because he's just a points machine. He's super cheap. And it's, it's really just a, like the one week where I, where I missed out on my transfers when I missed the deadline. It's just, I think that's the only week where he hasn't delivered. But uh, apart from that, like clean sheet and, and a goal, I think here in this last game. Um, fant- fantastic little player. Uh, Paulson, he's supposed to be close to fitness. I think he said himself in an interview, he expects himself to play 60 to 70 minutes. Uh, so that could be an option up top. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Casper Dahlberg again had a good game uh, in this last one as well. And from the Czech Republic, I have one player on my team, and that is uh, Patrick Schick, because he's just been scoring for fun as well, except against England, I think. Did he score against the Dutch? He did score. Um, but I'd be, I'd be interested to see what, what you say. Uh, would you go? Or maybe, who do you think is going to go through from this tie? And are you going to pick any Czech Republic players? I think Denmark are probably going to go through. Um, in terms of the Czechs, yeah, I agree with yourself. Peter Schick, the Czechs have had five goals in the competition, four of which have came from him. 
So he's the he's the main man when it comes to goals and points as well. Um, mm. After him, you've got Thomas Hollis. He's had one goal and one assist. Those are probably the only two guys I'd be going for. In terms of Denmark, Melia, obviously, go, uh, the defender, he's actually top amongst Denmark for shots on target with six this competition, um, which is more than Lukaku as well, despite him being a defender. That makes him, he's had two goals as well, making him top joint top goal scorer with Poulsen and Dahlberg, the two guys that you mentioned there as well. And he's also sure of starts with four out of four starts too. So I think Melee is nailed on, right? Yeah. You have to have him in your team. I reckon he'll probably score and chances are he's maybe going to be involved. Uh, Poulsen, another good shout there as well, if you're thinking that the Czechs are going to concede and perhaps concede a few. I mean, the Denmark looked really convinced in the last game, 4-0. Mm-hmm. Um, in the the last 16 round, is not to be sniffed at. It was a good game. And then the big one, Ukraine against England. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say like England is getting a bye uh, through to the next round, but on paper, I would say England should coast past Ukraine. No, you would imagine so. Um, England obviously are yet to concede, so if you want to back with the defence, John Stones has started all four games, so he's pretty nailed on. They've only managed four goals, though, and three of which have came from Sterling, so he's probably the, the, the main pick-out of the attackers. Grealish, quite high up for assists. He's assisted two of those four goals, but he's only had one start, so that's the concern. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of Ukraine, it's still Yaramalenko and Yaramchuk that are top for stats. Um, and they both had a couple of goals and an assist each. I'm not particular confident with those guys just considering England's defensive record so far in the competition so I don't think Ukraine are going to get a lot of goals uh, I did like Lukas Zinchenko in the, the last game mm-hmm. against Sweden we obviously we're familiar with him playing for Man City he plays more advanced for Ukraine he managed one goal and one assist and again the concern is England's solid defence at their back so for England, I'd probably go Sterling and Stones. And if you've got a lot of budget left over, maybe even Kane, uh, if you fancy them really to hammer Ukraine. Do you prefer Stones over Shaw? Just for that assurance of start, I like Stones. Right, yeah. Allowed, if, you, if you really want to back England to go through, and then obviously the remaining games will be played at, at Wembley, um, we're now allowed... Are we, are we still have four players, or is it we're up to five might, players? Might have even gone up to five already. That's a so good. Hmm. We're getting to the point now when you're going to have to perhaps load up on players because there's there's less and less teams in the composite competition, so there's not a bigger pool to choose from. So perhaps we are going to have to load up on these players. Um, maybe we are going to be looking at triples and doubles rather than hedge your hedge your bets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I totally see the irony as well. I mean, like writing Ukraine off after the week of predictions we had last Thursday uh, on the last episode <laughs> that completely didn't go like we uh, had said. So, like, I'm I'm not writing them off. I, I just don't. I just think like England are gonna have too much about them uh, against Ukraine. 
do you want to tell us did you have have you made any transfers yet for your team for the quarters um i've, I've not actually locked them in mm-hmm. i've been there uh, i've been tinkering with my my starting 11 currently i've got ronaldo who's been knocked out Depay, who's been knocked out winaldum who's been knocked out and uh richard olsen who's been knocked out mm-hmm. kevin de bruyne i don't know if he's going to play obviously we mentioned he's flagged Moreno didn't start the last game and uh, I don't think Locatelli starts every game for Italy so I've not got the best of squads um, I don't really want to take too many hits because if if the players don't score then or they don't be getting returns it's still a negative two towards my, my overall yeah. points total so I think maybe get rid of Wijnaldum for Sterling. Mm. Ronaldo out for Kane. <laughs> I might get rid of one of the defenders. I've got Gosens and Dumfries on my bench, so I could get rid of one of those and maybe even look at a back four going with Stones. Um, and then watch try and get some points. So considering a striker, which striker is, it, is, it, is, it, is the tricky one? Um, I'm actually considering Seferovic. Oh yes, Seferovic for Switzerland. Or I might, or I might go and get rid of Forsberg because obviously Sweden are out. I was really hoping they were going to stay in, but they're out. Yeah. So I could get rid of him for maybe Shakiri. Those are the kind of things I'm thinking about just now. Interesting. It's going into a similar direction of what I'm able to do with the limitless chip still. So. Like the draft that I have up now is Immobile up top to, together with Kane. And then the third striker spot, uh, I haven't locked in yet. It's between Schick, Dahlberg, and Seferovic. And then in midfield, currently I have Shakiri, Sarabia. I switched Berardi to Chiesa. And then my defense is Alba, Spinazzola, Laporte. And Shaw in goals, I have Simon. And then my bench is Jordan Pickford, unfortunately. Uh, Raheem Sterling, Yarmolenko, and Mele. But I'm not happy with it because, like, I'm like, if I go with Schick, then I have don't want him to score because I'm going to play Mele in the same game. It's the same if I go with Seferovic and then I have Shakiri, but I'm going into the game then with, with two. Spanish defenders, Laporte and Alba, and then I have the goalie too, the Spanish goalie. Hmm. I'm picking Yamolenko, who's playing against Pickford and Shaw in my defense. It's, it's all not ideal, but we, we're down to four games. We're down to eight teams. Um, so, like, I'm looking at these, these games, and I don't see any easy games my way. Like, oh, this is an easy clean sheet, or like a... At least on paper, it looks like you could predict who who, who might come away with a clean sheet there. Uh, so I think it's just inevitable that that someone your players are going to come up against. Yeah, I think Belgium and Italy is probably the hardest one to to differentiate, followed by Switzerland, Spain. But I I, I kind of fancy England to to go through against Ukraine and Denmark to go through against the Czechs. So perhaps maybe focusing on England and Denmark might be. Well, it's going to be Dahlberg up top then. I think. Hmm. Coulson, I might go for. 
you think do you think there there's a chance of Paulson and Dolberg starting up top together? We'd have to maybe look at with the is the press conferences. Probably will be, but <clears throat> I mean, the, who who did they have? Bra- Braithwaite was starting up top for them, and Domsgaard was starting up top for them too. But Paulson says that he's fit for sixty to seventy minutes, so we'll we'll definitely see him in action at some point. And Dolberg, after the game he's had, uh, I reckon he's gonna start as well. Yeah, you make a good point there. England and Denmark load up on them. I would like a, I would like a Danish mid- midfielder, if I'm honest. Uh, but I can't seem to pick out anyone. That's tough. And the app won't let me do it now quickly. Um, yeah, but I'll, we'll post our teams on the Twitter anyway, but when before the deadline, so people can 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 have a look with what we have come up with. Um, I'm sure Peter will do a bit of tinkering as well uh, with his team, and then tell us and post it on the Twitter as well. Do you, do you have any more stats then for these quarters, or any more? Do you want to get get on this episode? I don't have any more stats, but considering who goes through Belgium or Italy are going to play Switzerland or Spain, and England or Ukraine are going to play the Czech Republic or Denmark, so maybe keep that in mind as well. If you if you if you fancy Italy to go through, then it's not a bad tie against Switzerland or Spain, and then if you fancy England to go through, which kind of think they will then it's going to be the Czech Republic or Denmark that are going to play so again you probably fancy England's chances against whoever the draw if the Czechs get through then you you probably definitely fancy the, their chances progressions down to one match and it depends yeah. on how you play on the, the day you've only got one one chance so and then given uh, England get all these home games as well, I think, say, say if they played uh, against Denmark in the next round, for example, and, and that would have been in Copenhagen, then it'd be a different story but because mm-hmm. it's at Wembley again. Uh, sure, you get the home advantage there as well. <sighs> tough speaking about this, you know. It's tough, especially <laughs> when we're doing it live. <laughs> um. I think we have to we have to speak about our our uh, eventual winners though because I'm fairly certain that your pick no Belgium is still in it huh mm-hmm. uh, I said France they're out I think Peter he was on France as well so are you gonna stick with B- Belgium or are you gonna revise your your choice there if they can get past Italy then I think they're in a good show. If- if they go out, then my second choice is probably going to be Italy oh. since I've talked him up this pod. I was afraid you were going to say England, but yeah, Italy Italy will be my choice now uh, that, that I have a free reign at these teams because France are out. Uh, I'm going with Daniel Sturridge's Dark Horses Italy as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, are we ready for our plugs? Yeah, we're just a just a short one this week. I am FFS underscore scout on Twitter. As mentioned in previous pods, I'm pretty quiet through the summer, just taking a break away, but looking forward to getting back and providing some 
Fantasy Football Scotland and FPL content for next season. And I'm at Gunnar underscore FPL. Also, as previously mentioned, very quiet during the summer. The Fantasy Scotland has already teased that they're going to restart the game soon. So we're waiting for that. Some some transfer moves happening in Scotland. Seen Selig, they've signed someone today. Uh, Hibs confirmed the sign-in last night as well. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting stuck into that. Again, Peter and the podcast, they're at Fantasy Half. Get them at it as well. And I think that's it from us this week. Say goodbye, yeah. Tom. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The secret to visibly firmer, summer ready skin is here. Osea's number one best selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code GLOW.